Brace yourselves because the Rumble Pack is back in action as Will and I make our long-awaited return to the Rumble Pack studio after a hiatus that left us wondering who the hell each other were. But alas, teary-eyed, rum-thirsty and loaded up with far too many thoughts about video games, here we are to unload with free-for-all number three. Join us as we catch up on what we've been playing, what games we're looking forward to, Will's substantial backlog, and my little hissy fit about all things open beta, and why I think they're killing the fun factor in the video game industry. Not only that, Will has decided to go old school with some gadgetry that could only be labelled the Rumble Pack's retro machine of the year, so stick around as we finally get this show back on the road. Jimbo, at long last, hit the music. Uh, Jimbo? Jimbo? Jimbo, where are you? Get up! We're back on! Well... Here we are, once again. Where are we, Will? I don't, know, I don't know this place. The recording studio, i.e. my study, looking each other directly in the eye, holding each other back. <laughs> we, I've missed here you. We are. Here we are. I've missed you too. Welcome, everyone, back to the Rumble Pack Podcast, episode 24, free for all, I, I, I. Mm, I, I. I. I, I, I. Mm. <laughs> I, I. And I. it's fair to say we're pretty damn uh, happy that we've come back to a free-for-all because who the hell knows how to take notes and structure a podcast correctly <laughs> yeah, when no. we've had the break that we have. Yeah. yeah it's literally been, what, know, three weeks since we last recorded. Yeah. And uh, it's fair to say since my move up here and since we've been bubbling together, yep. I have uh, no idea how to function uh, brain brainly. No, that's extremely clear. Uh, and when you brought up, you know, we, we talked about the episode that's coming next week, the game for next week, and we spoke about doing notes for it. And then you were like, oh, well, we'll get free for all out of the way first just to get ourselves back in the groove of it because I don't know how to take notes. <laughs> i got no idea. i got no idea. Well, it's it's just even, I mean, it's just been a tiring few weeks, tiring week this week in particular, just personally. So I'm so glad because I'm I'm not in a state to talk. Uh, for longer than I need to about something structured because yeah. have you seen the eye bags? Can you tell? see the eye bags? I, I can see them. I, I, someone's punched me in my sleep. You look completely different now that I'm looking at them. It's kind of <laughs> creeping me out. I'm just going to uh, look look at your feet. Uh, yeah, they've aged as po- just as poorly as my eyes, <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was the move anyway? Quickly, good? Yep, great. Yep. Great to be here, actually. It's, uh, got great my own to be in Melbourne, nice. the most locked down city in the whole world. Yeah, I know. How good. I know, but I get to be part of the excitement of getting out. Well, I get to feel yeah. what everyone else is feeling because even in regional Victoria, uh, living there, I, the whole time uh, Melbourne was in lockdown and we weren't, I still always felt it because obviously you were in there, you know, yep. other friends, and you just sort of, you just don't feel the same while other people you know and love are obviously still locked up. So Yeah. So, I'm glad to be, I'm a man of the people and I want to be where the people are. Yeah, Struggling absolutely. with the people. Yep. And it's nice. You're only a few kilometers around the corner from mine, so we've been bubbling together. Uh, good to see each other again after, mm. you know, living so close to each other for so 
for so long and hardly seeing each other. Yeah. I and cooked you a meal last week. Yep. You didn't cook me one this week, at least did, your fiance, but I expect yep. you to do something at some point. Absolutely. Not next week because that's back to your house, but the Wednesday after <laughs> is uh, Will's big cook-off. It's happening. <laughs> cook-off with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's mind games. You'll be under pressure, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, free for all. We've got a few topics we want to talk about, but as always, it wouldn't be the Rumble Pack without starting off with a little swig of a new rum because oh. we always get a new rum every week, don't you know? <laughs> Here we are. Every with single the, week. With a new, <laughs> legitimately a new rum that Luke has brought in. Do you want to talk us through what it is? Yes, yeah, certainly. Give us a read was, of the bottle. Sorry, I was getting ready to drink the thing. Yeah, calm but I'll down, get the mate. bottle first. I know it's been that. a big week for you, but we can hold off on the drinking for another minute. <laughs> yeah. All right. So today, we have Rebellion Bay Spiced Rum joining us. Uh, Origins in Trinidad. It's a 700ml bottle <laughs> and it's 35% alcohol volume. Okay. They've skimped us on about 3% compared to other. Spirits. Where's it come from? Where do they make it? Like on the back of the bottle. Where's the? What's the address? Well, let's start at the top. As it reads, let the journey begin. Rebellion Bay Spiced Empires. Ad- oh, sorry. <laughs> Rebellion Bay Spiced inspires adventure. Once upon a time, when tall tales and shady deals were all part of an honest night's work. My tired eyes are struggling here. Uh, <laughs> Reputations were made and lost before dawn. <laughs> this hurts oh, to watch. We're talking about moonshining pirates here. It was easier when you were only <laughs> on a computer screen on a on a uh, on a video call. I couldn't really see the true tiredness of you. Yeah. Well, this is white white text on a little black. It's, it's so small. Will look. It's writing for ants. That is really small. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while the rum drinking rebels have been laid down to history. The spice spirit of Rebellion Bay lives on strong. The spice spirit. Yeah. That's actually a great play on words. It is. It's wow. a nice description. I love the reference of tall tales. Yes, I, uh, mm. I love that. That threw me off as much as the writing itself. <laughs> uh, and for, for a reason I'm going to refer to again today because I just want to talk about tall tales every time we're on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, it's premium spiced rum based drink. Uh, so, it's actually 57% rum. Uh, which is a oh no, fifty-seven percent from Trinidad, forty percent from Australia. Okay, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> this is not pure, <laughs> and uh, it's packed in Australia using imported and Australian ingredients. What's the other three percent? Voc beverages. Where's the other three percent from? I imagine it's um, I imagine it's from uh, from your tap. Yeah, I distilled here. Maybe it's just oxygen. Yeah, likely. Uh, <laughs> there's definitely 3% of bubbles in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's have a little go at it, eh? Cheers. Cheerio, jump. Mmm. Well, it's good to be back. It is. Not bad. It, is. it tastes like it tastes like a return. It does something. taste like a return. Mm. It tastes like a whole bottle coming up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to drive in a couple of hours. Yeah, no. No, we've got curfew to abide by still. Oh, we do. But alas, it's great to be back on the rum. 
It is. Well, responsibly, of course. <laughs> sure. Let's uh, <laughs> let's kick it off with uh, a little segment I like to call "What Have We Been Playing?" <laughs> so, what have we been playing? Oh, yeah. Why don't you go first? You better feel that. You better feel that with a good drum feel. I will. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, at the top of my list, I wanted to note that I have been on a significant hiatus until a couple of weeks ago when I moved up here, because obviously. In, a, in anticipation of moving a month earlier than I eventually did, I packed everything up. So, I didn't oh. play anything for about a month. Oh, you should have heard him too, bragging about how sophisticated he was all of a sudden because he watches movies every night and, and TV <laughs> shows. Oh, I don't game anymore. I, I've got a movie to watch. <laughs> it was pathetic. Hey, I was doing that whilst I still had it connected, thanks. <laughs> I was watching Moulin Rouge, uh, e. Hamilton... Uh, other musicals, Chicago. Mm. I was watching all of that cultured stuff. <laughs> and now I'm ready for Melbourne. Yeah, you are. You're going to fit right in. Yeah, man. So good. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, so really. Oh, uh, just just to clarify, this is this is pretty much, you know, what we've been playing since last free for all because we don't really talk about it in between. Mm. Uh, so a bit of what we've been playing since then, uh, and what we're currently playing. Just yeah. wanted to put that. Yeah, yeah. So, R- Red Dead Redemption 2, I think, uh, I probably mentioned this a few weeks ago, but that's still something that's rolling on again that I'm playing through a second time and playing a lot of, uh, well, not currently, but want to get into a lot of multiplayer with your brother Tom and mm-hmm. your sister M because it's a fun time and I believe you're playing through it as well. But you can save that for your time. Well, this is my time. Yep, uh, I will. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm currently playing because I'm trying really hard to get to those credits. I want want to finish it, love it, but I want to finish it. And for a reason, (laughs) a topic I want to discuss later, they've added new content and I got sucked into the new content. So, it stops me actually moving through the the end of the story. So, you've gone off the story path. Uh, Well, I have been. I've been in Asgard and Jotunheim for for the last like month of playing it. And I finally finished the... It's sort of the Odin storyline. Well, that makes more sense. Because yeah. you've been playing Valhalla since last November when we got up Bears Vibes. Has it been that long? Yeah. It's Ooh. always been a year. You still haven't finished it. <laughs> wow. I'm actually, I'm impressed. I, I the longevity, tip my hat to the game. The longevity of the game is uh, remarkable. Yeah. And yep. it's not even, I don't think it's even as long as Odyssey, mm. which you're about to play. Uh, so, Breath of the Wild. I haven't played that in a little bit, but again, everything is sort of packed up. The movies took over. The movies took over. Mm. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, of course. Uh, but but I, d- I do want to play it, although I think it's because I'm playing a few other free roamer games. Oh, like two others at the moment. A third's a bit much and I'm not giving it the time it deserves. Deserves. So, I think I'm going to leave it for when that is my sole free roamer. You know, maybe when I'm playing a linear action game. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, because... Uh, yeah, but I'm going to sort of substitute that in with another another Nintendo Switch game, which I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was going, we're going to play Trials of Midgard a bit. A few of us and a few of our mates were giving it a go, but of course, I was in my absence. Everyone sort of ran it and uh, sort of left it behind already. So I yeah. believe it's not too much hype. I, but I only played it like three times, and it wasn't bad. I don't know. I just it just felt a bit flat. Mm. Well, something about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I, I'm I'm keen from a uh, 
uh, from a uh, Norse mythology perspective, keen to give it a go to see how deep the lore is, if, it's, if there's much to it, because it looks a bit Age of Mythology style, and that was a great game. Uh, so mm. very different. I know it's very different, but it sort of reminded me of that just from looking at it. So yep. keen to give that a go. And um, otherwise, uh, and I'll go into this a little bit shortly after you've gone through your games, but I've been um, hitting up a few more sports games because a lot have become free on either Game Pass because I'm back on Xbox One or, <laughs> uh, and also, uh, yeah, with the PlayStation Network. Uh, what's it called? The collection? Uh, PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus. Is yeah. the subscription. So, yeah, yeah, PlayStation Plus. So, a few games have popped up with that and it's um, been really good because I, I do... Uh, with sports games especially, you know, always Rocket League. I love playing, having a game where, you know, if I play an hour of a story just to play like 15 minutes of a sports game, which is just in and out just to finish the night. Yeah. You know, I don't have to put the disc in. That's They're the games I love to have digital. Yeah. Well, Rocket League is a great example for that kind of game. Mm. If Yeah, just a, just a couple of games before, before signing off. Yeah. Even if we're in a party together playing separate games, you can just come together and play two or three matches and then say goodbye. Play one too many usually. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, I call for uh, un- uninstalling every single every single time because we play one or two too many and we get smashed and like, nah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing. <laughs> You've retired that so many times. <laughs> uh, I should I should uninstall it, but I don't have the strength. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because it's like it's like a Horcrux. It's on every one of your consoles. You can't escape it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kill one, it just pops up somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I've played it. I've played Rocket League and owned it on every single system, and I've carried the same account across from the beginning. Yeah, I was there, uh, there at the launch, 2015 or 16 on PC, and I've come all the way to to now PS5. But I've been on Xbox and Switch as well. And suddenly we're at season four of Rocket League, and they only started season two like a few months ago. Yeah, so they're, <laughs> flying, they're suddenly flying through. No, well, mate, you were you were gone for a long time. A lot changed in the world. All right, Is- a, lot, a lot changed. Yeah, okay. Mm. I'll have to, you'll have to fill me in. <laughs> I'm lost and confused. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a few games. I've got, as per my r- new rules when the PS5 came out, I only wanted to play maximum two games at a time. But since I got the Series X, uh, whenever that was a couple of months ago, my, I've made the rule that I'm playing one game per console. Okay. So that so three. Did so you follow like, that two game rule for a while? I I feel like you didn't. I did at the beginning of the PS five, but it spiraled out of control a bit. <laughs> I've I've brought it back, <laughs> and I'll explain the backlog and why. But uh, so I've got a game on each right now. So I'm playing Doom Eternal on Xbox Series X, which I haven't picked up in a few weeks because a couple of Switch things come out of me playing those. But Doom Eternal's oh it's so good, so much fun, so such fast uh, frenetic gameplay so gory and on the series x 4k like it looks and runs like butter it's so good and compared to the first game uh well i never got very far through the first game i probably played that for less than an hour and i never picked it back up but i don't know why same i was i was the same but for some reason with doom eternal it's clicked i think the combat just feels a little bit more Mm fine-tuned it from the very start i don't know it's although i will say when i got the series x i wanted to get Game Pass and I wanted to play something that would really show off the graphics power and because uh, Bethesda's owned by Xbox now, they have the Doom Eternal on there. So I was like, oh, that will probably be a good one. 
plus it's so smooth. So been playing that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know how far I'm through. I'm probably, I might be close to half, maybe a third. Uh, on the PS5 front, I started playing Death Stranding Director's Cut uh, when I picked up that a couple of weeks ago. But again, I've shelved that for the minute because I'm playing a, a Switch game pretty frequently right now. But yeah. Death Stranding, I'm going to come back to. Uh, I bought a pre-owned copy of the PS4 edition so I could upgrade to the Director's Cut and I saved about 80 bucks. Well, the best thing is actually about... I'm glad that you're playing Death Stranding because it's a game that we were both very curious about. Mm. But the response at launch was a sort of strange in that some people were bored mindless from it, whereas yeah. others said, if you give it the time, it's actually an amazing game. Yeah. So I'm glad you're playing it because it seems like if we both played it, it would just take a lot of time out of both of our lives. So I can at least experience it vicariously <laughs> through you or yeah. just popping around and seeing you do it. Well, it's... I was going to say, now that you live so close, we can experience some of it actually together in person. Yeah. Uh, I think the director's cut coming out sort of pushed me towards playing it because, yeah, I was always intrigued. Uh, but for whatever reason, I didn't pick it up at launch and just never got around to it. And then I just forgot about it. But uh, when they announced the director's cut, I was like, oh, great. It's on the PS5. I'll give it a go. But I remember when it launched, there was reviews that gave it that would give it a ten out of ten, and then there was reviews that would give it a five out of ten. Mm. It was just it was completely bonkers, and yeah. I think that was what drove me to not play it at all at the time because I was like, "This is so confusing. I'm not even going to bother." But what did Game Informer give it, Will? Uh, look, we should actually look that up. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> Def- yeah, look that up now. Yeah, Will. Uh, so I've played a couple of games on Switch lately uh, to completion. Uh, in the lead up to Metro Dread, which I'm currently playing, I think I'm almost finished it. I played through Splatoon 2's Octo Expansion, uh, which is like a big expansion story um, where, where you play as an octoling, which is like an octopus version of the characters. They love octo things. They're all like squids, yeah, in yeah. some way. But the the normal squids and the octolings are are sort of at war or or something like that. Anyway, so th- that was actually that was really fun, and I. I think what's inspired me to do that is the most recent Nintendo Direct, they showed off another trailer for Splatoon 3, uh, which is coming out next year. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get back to playing Octo Expansion. And yeah, it was fun. Uh, quite challenging too. Okay. Uh, and then in the lead up to Metroid Dread, so basically the week before, uh, I was really getting hyped for Metroid. And I was like, screw it. I've never played Super Metroid, which is this Super Nintendo Metroid, which is the third one in the story. Uh and I've always, you know, people rave about it being the best game of all time and all this stuff, and I'm going to do it. So, in the lead up to Dread in that week, I uh, played through and beat Super Metroid. Uh, and that was a, yeah, that was a really great game. Really great game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have too much to say about it, but it was just an awesome, awesome time. I think it took me about six hours and 42 minutes or something, something like that. Okay. A seven out of 10 for, from Game Informer. For Death Stranding. And we trust Game Informer. We're, we're fans of that site. Yeah, for Death Stranding. Yeah. So, and they did just say uh, that the game bears the unmistakable mark of its creator. Uh, that's Hideo Kojima of Metal Gear fame. Yep. Uh, but it doesn't leave enough for players to enjoy. Oof. Um, but the best thing the best thing about Game Informer, this is, they're just, I love them. I love them. <laughs> the, uh, is that they break it down, their final review. Review based on the concept, the graphics, the sound, playability, entertainment, and the replay value as well, which is moderately high. Uh, I just um, the replay value was moderately high for yeah. Death Stranding. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I think it's because it's uh, there's a lot to do. I yeah, believe. right. Uh, so, yeah. So we'll see. Interesting to see. I think as a as a as a general ballpark, we refer to them. We endorse them on here. Not paid, just love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the uh, and they at least organises some rum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, interesting. Can, please continue. Yeah. For what it's worth, uh, I think I've played maybe three hours of Death Stranding, and I uh, quite enjoyed it so far. Well, it's different, albeit probably two hours of the three hours I've played was um, cutscenes. A lot of a lot of heavy dialogue and and stuff like that. So that's Kojima. Well, the last bit I got up to was definitely like the cutscene where it really branches out into the full story because mm-hmm. it, it gave Sam, uh, the main character, his like main mission. Okay. So I think where I'm at, I'm like really about to explode with the the full story, um, with probably a lot more gameplay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm playing Metroid Dread right now. Uh, anyone that knows me knows I love Nintendo. That should be no surprise. Uh, <laughs> but I'll get into that in a moment because I want to talk about that. Uh, alongside the Nintendo Switch OLED uh, in, a, in a minute. Uh, but I wanted to bring up, I've made myself a summer backlog uh, on howlongtobeat.com. You can set up an account. You can have it all there and organized. Oh. Uh, right. So, I've set up a summer backlog. It probably will extend past summer because there's a few games. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to read out my backlog uh, just for what I'm going to be playing over summer because I'm not really, I'm not intending to buy many games over summer. There's not that much coming out that's like I have to have it and then a couple of the big releases that I want to give a go over um, over summer are coming out on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So, it's a sort of good chance to, to do this. So, I've got, I'll list them. I've got Astral Chain which is a Nintendo Switch game which I uh, never finished. Dark Souls 3 on PlayStation 5. My arch and nemesis, Donkey Kong 64, it has to end. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition for PlayStation 4 because the sequel comes out in, I think, February or March, um, Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. So, I'd like to play it before then. Little Nightmares, which is a game you and I are going to play together. Uh, and we've played, what, an hour of together? Yeah, played about Something an hour. Like I reckon um, we'll just restart, to be honest, to, yeah, to go from the beginning. It was ages ago we started that. Yeah. Uh, Persona 5 Royal will be on my backlog probably past all this because it's such a big game. I've played 30 or 40 hours of it and the story takes about 100. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's just an ongoing thing that uh, I play in between releases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pikmin 3 uh, on the Wii U. Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, for Xbox. Story. Which I'm in Chapter 3 or 4, uh, I think. Resident Evil 4 I have for Nintendo Wii. I really want to play through that. People love uh, RE4 and the Wii edition is meant to be the best. I've, I, I have started it and it's really fun to aim with the um, the Wii controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, you're borrowing that from me, but I want to uh, I want to finish that. I've never finished that before. And then two more, Skyward Sword on Switch and Titanfall 2's campaign. Never touched it. Got to do it. You do. You do have to do that. That's our, that's just, that's our buddy. Yeah. You've got to give it a go. You've got to give so, it the yeah. respect it deserves. And Respawn, yep. of course. And Respawn, we love Respawn. Purely Based purely on their the total lack of credit they've received from those two games. And also, but they did do Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And we're reviewing that next week. So, it's time to focus on Respawn and give them the love they deserve. Yeah. 
great company hmm. great studio yeah so that's my backlog i'm not i'm i call it the summer backlog i doubt i'm gonna get through them all in over the summer it's a lot of games uh 13 in fact total games four yeah. of them being on switch the highest so how does that website work that you just referenced as well like is that something that people should uh get onto to use or is it yeah, I think it's cool. I only set it up recently, but I always use the site because sometimes when I'm thinking about playing a game, I look up how long it goes for mm-hmm. and this website um, correlates it all together. Like it'll have how long the um, just the story takes, story with extras, extras or 100% completion and people have accounts and they have, you know, complete lists, what they're playing in their backlog and when they finish them, you write in how long it took you mm-hmm. and that adds to the stats stats for the whole game. So, everyone on the side that's played it helps say exactly how long it takes and yep. yada, yada. So, it's okay. Yeah, it's just a nice... I think it's just a nice way to um, put all of the games you've fin- either finished playing or backlogged together in an easy easy way. Uh, yeah. And what's what's the site again? HowLongToBeat.com. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and we can even... Uh, become friends on there and look at each other's and compare and all other things. Just work friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. work friends. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be any more than that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that's uh, that's the stuff I was playing and my backlog. So, Well, yeah. in, I mean, in that case, yeah, I, up next for me, and it's not really up next, but Sea of Thieves because I'm back on the Xbox. So, we're getting back into Sea of Thieves because we've got to do the <laughs> uh, Pirate's Life campaign. We do. Featuring Jack Sparrow. Yep. Because who the hell would ever avoid that? Sea of Thieves, Jack Sparrow. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to get Hitman 3 soon, uh, which I've been... But I've got to complete Valhalla and also... No, Red Dead's not as important. I've finished that before, but I'll just keep chipping away at that. Uh, Also, Mario 3D All-Stars. That's what I'm going to sub in for Breath of the Wild for a little while, just because it's a bit... Give me a bit of a platform refresher yeah. uh, rather than focusing on all these free roamers. And you'll love those. It's uh, yeah. about time you play the, the Mario 3D games. I think you'll actually really like them. Well, I've played- Similar to me getting into Ratchet and mm. Clank. I think it's, it'll be the opposite for something I've always had that you've not yeah. played fully. I just got a pain to play Rift Apart again. Yeah? yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. It mm. just looks so good. I havenven't had that feeling. Just visually. Since I finished controller? it. Neither of I haven't really. But I really I, I like it, but. burned through that game. I platinumed it in the one weekend. I just played it the whole weekend. Yeah. And uh, I think it's funny. I pick up the case. It's almost, it sickens me. It's like I finished it that fast. It's like never. It's just soaked with all your sweat. <laughs> yeah. uh, and otherwise, and this is getting back onto the Xbox uh, when I go onto Game Pass uh, and... Game Pass Ultimate, actually, because it includes your uh, gold membership as well. Uh, I saw Mirror's Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which I played the first game uh, when it was games with gold uh, maybe three years ago. And Catalyst came out on the Xbox One, uh, the first one coming out on uh, 360 and PS3. But yeah, Mirror's Edge Edge Catalyst, I I can't remember if that might be 2017-ish, but really fun Mm. first-person parkour. And it takes a while to get used to it. You feel pretty damn sick for a while because that's <laughs> it, uh, really intense. Uh, but uh, a really fun game that I'm keen to try. Yeah, the sequel of. And there was one or two. There were one or two others that I actually just can't remember. I was looking forward to a couple of games. Some were coming out, and I just can't remember what they are. So are you, are you talking about what you're looking forward to? Yeah, bumped it up. 
bumped what up? This segment. No, no, no. This is more or less my. This is my backlog. It's, no, these, these have come out already. So these are my backlog. Ah, this is your backlog. This is oh, my sorry, you backlog. didn't uh, specify. Oh, it's the same thing. Semantics, William. Well, I can't wait to read through your backlog on howlongtobeat.com. <laughs> yeah. I'll get on there. Maybe Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. I would actually like to use that site. So I'm glad you I'm glad you plugged it. Yeah, I'll show you through through it properly later. Mm. So we're finished talking about what we're playing, what we've been playing, how backlogs, all that stuff. I want to just quickly touch on, because uh, it sort of leads on from what I was saying about Metroid Dread. I want to just quickly touch on the new uh, Nintendo Switch OLED model, which I've got right next to me uh, with the wrong Joy-Cons, but that's fine. Mm. There's no wrong, but the white <laughs> ones are the ones that came with them. I've oh, got the I was wrong wondering ones on. what those grey things were. Yeah, so I've got, uh, I've got the nice Splatoon green and pink ones on there that I really like. I think it brings out the screen. Uh, so oh, I've yeah, had, yeah, that really pops. <laughs> it's not turned on. Uh, the Switch OLED, yeah. I, I was sort of, I guess I was skeptical whether I was making the right choice. Uh, like Nintendo, I think, is the one. I don't really, I don't buy myself that much stuff generally, but I think with Nintendo, it's the one thing I don't mind splurging on. Yeah. Um, generally, because it's my favorite company. I like collecting a lot of the stuff. And yeah, I mean, when the OLED came out, uh, sorry, when the OLED got announced, I was like, yeah, sick. I love that because I play in handheld. <laughs> so that's great. I'll, I'm going to get it. As the months, couple of months went on, I, I sort of felt like uh, I, I'm not sure. And this is almost a case study for everyone out there. This is a case study into Will's brain and how it works when it comes <laughs> to trying to contemplate buying something. Buying something I know I would want. No, of course, of course. I don't just buy random things. It happens most things though. It's always <laughs> a, it's such a back and forth. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I I felt like no, nah, I probably don't need it. Um, at least not at launch. I might get it down the line. I called up EB Games <laughs> and cancelled it. I, I rang them and because uh, I actually pre-ordered this Forza Horizon Five Xbox controller, and I was like, "Why do I need that? So I'm just going to cancel it. I only only ten bucks down." On that. So, I rang up and I was like, I want to cancel the um, OLED switch and the controller, right? A, couple, a day goes by and I checked my account history and they only cancelled the controller. <laughs> so, the switch OLED pre-order never left. And I'm glad it didn't because I flipped on it in the week, <laughs> in the week following. Uh, and then I sold my... I had my Xbox One hanging around and I sold that to my, my boss from work for 250 bucks. Uh, which helped pay for it. So, then I was all in. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm just going to do it. And tell you what, I'm really happy I did because this thing is so good. Uh, I don't want to... I almost don't want to talk it up too much because you've only recently got your first uh, Switch, which will probably <laughs> oh, be your only Switch. it sucks. It's so uh, old and, and ancient. It's, well, it's not. But there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with the regular <laughs> model. But this model is just kick-ass. It's like, it's so good. The screen looks... So vibrant and vivid in its color, and like just the it's it, the first model is a 6.2 inch display, and this is a seven inch display, and it's not that's not much different. And it's incredible how big this screen looks, especially next to um, next to the old switch. It's just it goes almost to the edges, like a proper you know, like a proper panel, uh, and yeah, it's just. Yeah. It's so nice. The big display, the nice vivid colors. It's awesome. Yeah, nice colors. And if you angle it from the side for me as well, yeah, it holds the 
It looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Even from the angles. It's really crisp. Mm. Really crisp. Yeah. I'm really glad I bought it. And Metroid <clears throat> Dread is a, such a good um, example of, of color and especially dark parts because with OLED screens, they completely switch off the lights for black spots. Like they literally don't even illuminate them. Oh. Whereas on an LCD screen, it's like pushing a faint black. Yeah. But an OLED screen, the light doesn't even shine. So the blacks on this are just pitch black. So it looks so good. Who would have thought that, you know, like getting a black screen, it's one of the most like the nitpickiest things that annoy all of us. Everyone yeah. wants that pure black screen. Who yeah. would have thought it was as simple as just leaving the damn screen off? Yeah. Yeah. The lights literally just don't shine. <laughs> That's like it's genius. <laughs> it's it's this simple. That's a simple example of being a ge- like a genius. Yeah, genuity. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it's awesome. And I love playing. I can't believe um, I didn't think of that. I could have made money. <laughs> yeah. Just say, have you thought of just turning the pixels off? <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 really cool. I really like playing games in handheld. I always have. Like I, I love the. I love my 3DS. Always loved Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, just all the way through with all the Nintendo handheld. So the Switch being a hybrid, as much as I like playing it on the TV, it feels it's always felt a little bit more right just in my hands mm. uh, generally. So this was a, a great upgrade. I'm glad I got it. And Metroid Dread, uh, uh, yeah, I won't talk too much about it for spoilers' sake, but really, really good game. Feels incredible to control mm. Samus. It's it's really fun, and some of the boss fights are the best. Some of the best, like, coolest bosses I've ever, ever played in any game. So okay. good. Yeah, cool. Mm. And it's very old school theme, isn't it? Yep. So, it's a real throwback sort of game. It's very reminiscent. Like, it's funny because I just played Super Metroid, which came out in 1994. Uh, it's, it feels very reminiscent of what I just played in, a, in the best way possible because mm. that's the uh, Super, Super Metroid is the sort of peak 2D Metroid for most people. So, uh, the fact that they've taken the inspiration directly from that and then added all this new great um, abilities for Samus, the Emmy zones, the really, uh, really intense. It's it's the perfect package for Metroid and I hope it sells really well because then they'll make more Metroid games because it was like tw- it took 20 years for them to make a new one. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, it's pretty incredible when you think about it how 2D side-scrolling platformers are so good again. Mm. Uh, like some of... Certainly yours, uh, certainly some of your favorites and thinking of mine personally like Ori uh, and obviously Crash has come back and that's a bit more 3D, a bit you know, slightly mm. more depth. But it's just, it's actually almost heartwarming how the gaming industry almost circles back on itself again because we get so many, we've spoken about this before, uh, like, you know, people expecting VR to become such a massive thing and mm. take over controls and all this sort of thing, which you very may well do one day, but- Hope it doesn't, um, because controllers have time and time again proven the core method. It's, it's unlikely when you see the innovation in the dual sense. Mm, exactly, mm. E- exactly right. Um, and I just think that the yeah, just just to see, uh, I guess, like there was such a big push even ten years ago. Uh, and we say we're talking about <clears throat> excuse me, online purchases again. You know, a lot of game companies have cut back and now they think mm. they're heroes for not charging us for things. Yeah. <laughs> when really, they just shouldn't have charged us in the first place. Yeah. But 2D, 2D side-scrollers, they were almost ousted for all these big 3D uh, free-roaming games. Uh, you know, oh, I don't know, five, six years ago, everyone thought they had to be a free-roamer. Yep. Um, big games, which are great. I remember when they were like a dime a dozen. 
all the big free roamers were great because it was only five or six series out of 100 that were. Yep. Whereas now it's like 50 out of 100. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just really, um, I don't know, yeah, it's just, it's just really nice just to see these old gaming styles be so uh, prominent again and especially Nintendo Switch. All the kids that will have Nintendo Switches, they just genuinely love these old style games that we grew up on uh, and even back when we were kids, we probably thought, oh, yeah, it's pretty fun, but it would be cool to get something new. Yeah. Whereas now that these are the new thing again, uh, and again, speaking of Ori, uh, like how much did that blow our minds? One of my oh, yeah. favorite games ever, uh, especially Will of the Wisps, like yep. top tenner for me. Yeah. Well, speaking of Ori and, and Metroid Dread, it's sort of, I wanted to quickly touch on it and ask your feelings on it because it almost breaks my heart reading a lot of the comments online over the last month uh, leading up to Metroid Dread's release about, and, and I'll use the American pricing because most of the comments come from um, come from there based on the pricing anyway. Mm. Metroid Dread being a full price $60 release. So, say 90 to 100 So, whatever, here, I guess. Uh, $80 here for yeah. Switch, you know, Switch release. Uh, whereas other games in a similar vein like Ori, Hollow Knight, costs $30, $20, mm. and people, because it's a 2D game, don't don't think it should be full price. Mm. And I don't uh, I don't believe that. And personally, I think, if anything, it should show that a game like Ori should cost more. That's my belief because mm. uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see the, because I love playing both, I don't see the, the difference. I, I know maybe modeling in 3D might co- take more time, but it doesn't mean that the heart and soul of the developers isn't in the 2D games for the same reasons. Yeah, it takes more craft. I think being a 2D, there's almost, there's less development time there and mm. less, uh, I guess, production cost in a way. I don't think Ori would necessarily be something that would be cheaper necessarily to make because that is so much death. Like the artwork is alive and everything. Uh, I think I I said to uh, you in a chat uh, last week that if I I had, well, before Will of the Wisps, I was very keen, but if I had have known how good Will of the Wisps was going to be and it was 100 bucks, I would have paid 100 bucks. Yeah, exactly. I I have no problem paying that much. I wouldn't, I would try to convince someone else if it was 100 bucks, please, Pay this, but pay the money for this game. Oh yeah, uh, because the developers deserved every cent of that. Uh, that was uh, just the yeah, because the amount of heart in it. Like it's it's one of those things. I almost wish you could value games retrospectively, because you go into a two D side scroller, you think it probably won't be that deep in story. Then you play Ori and you go, oh my god, like yeah. there's so much heart in this game. Mm. Uh, then I guess Metroid uh, Dread, for example. You might look at it and think, like, just for me, outside of looking in. Yeah. You think, oh, it looks like, uh, you know, they're a bit of, not antiquated, but some old style world built built in it. Like, you know, the setting looks a bit like, like, in, a, in an inspired way, it looks like one of the original Metroid games. Mm. Not as in bad quality, just purely the fact that it's based to look similar and, like, have this old sort of nostalgic edge to it. Yeah. But by no means does that mean that they should charge less for it. No. As long as they're not charging too high, like some of these, you know, the first party PlayStation games, 125 bucks. Yeah. That's a bit see that, rich. See, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but 90, ga- 90 bucks. Not like the games are, are not good. No. But charging that much is just, just crap. But yeah, 80, $80 retail for Metroid Dread in Australia, I have no issue with that. 
Hmm. In fact, I bought the special edition of the game that's sitting on the top of my bookcase right now that cost mm. me 160 Yeah. So, mm. I paid double for it anyway because I knew the quality would be great and it is. Yeah. And uh, as far as Ori and the Will of the Wisps goes, that game come to Game Pass on day one. It's a Xbox exclusive game. We didn't need to buy it. Makes me sad though. You bought. You went out and bought it. Disc. The disc. I went out- uh, on the bottom of my shelf, I went out and bought the special edition of the game mm. with the massive box because, and that only cost fifty dollars Australian. Yeah, the special edition of this, all this stuff, it's got this great book of art in it, all these things for a game of that quality, mm. like a bona fide ten out of ten. Yes, yeah. uh, it cost fifty dollars. That should cost a hundred dollars. It should. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, but yeah, it, it sets a bad precedent precedence for two D games that they charge so low for them, even though they're they're not worth that. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's annoying. It's interesting, <laughs> yeah. Because I guess if you if you compared it to something like Red Dead Redemption 2, which is just huge, uh, and you could you can just see the blood, sweat, and tears that would have gone into that over mm. like five years, for example. Yeah. Metroid, I don't know. It could have been two years. could have been three. Uh, so, I guess there is different values there, but I, I, you still can't. I don't know. Maybe say say to people who like Rockstar who make Red Dead or GTA games, which are all huge. Say to them, charge more for your games because you've put so much more effort into it, which we and we'd complain then, obviously. Yeah. But to say that someone can't put a value on their game, which isn't even that expensive, like 90 bucks mm. uh, Australian, 60 bucks American. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know, for one of the most well known Nintendo franchises ever, ever, I'm pretty sure that's validated. Yeah. Well, I think as well, like where. We're both creative people. We like coming up with ideas. You've written an entire script for a game. Mm. Uh, well, more than once. Uh, the you know that script might turn into a game that takes five years to make. If the quality and the direction is there and the heart's put into it, what's to say you can't charge the price that price for it because you've spent five years of your life developing it. Oh, 125 bucks first party PlayStation game. I've already signed I've already <laughs> yeah. I've already signed the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. I did it for us. Yeah. Thank you. It just <laughs> annoys me that people are saying that online about Metro Dread because I guarantee uh, 80 90% of the people that keep commenting and posting photos. I put a, a video uh in our group chat uh last week where someone posted a video of Metro Dread gameplay and then cut to God of War gameplay and said these games are both the same price. I was like, well, you you don't understand mm. and you probably haven't played either of them. So, shut up. <laughs> exactly. And just to, and just my final thought on that as well. If you yeah, think we of- move on to if you think Yeah, if you think of God of War uh, being that good, you sort of, you sort of think, oh, I've got, they should have charged more. But just be grateful that you only had to pay 60 bucks for that exactly. game. Exactly. Exactly. The fact that they didn't charge more- yeah. Is a godsend. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, that was a that might have it could have gotten more heated, but we should probably stop. Because <laughs> it actually generally annoys me. <laughs> uh why don't we hit the ad break and we'll come back, talk about a couple more topics, and then what we're looking forward to uh down the line in the gaming world. And we'll sign off, hey? Okay. Okay. No. Uh, Dom, Dom, don't do it. No. 
this is just awful. <laughs> Luke! Oh my god! Are you choking? No, Mum, it's it's just a sad scene. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake! It's just a bloody game! You know what's a sad scene. Oh, here we go. You are! Now get outside and get some fresh air! Why? The air in here is fine. I can feel it on my skin! Oh, good lord. Don't these old folks just struggle to keep up? As much as I wish for the customer to be happy, if it weren't for the old goats having no idea about anything to do with your Tallybox gaming, well, I'd be out of business, wouldn't I? But lucky for me, youth of today are still having trouble explaining yet another simple phenomenon of gaming to their parents. Are you breathing just fine whilst playing a riveting match of Call of Duty Zombies? Perhaps you're simply holding your breath for a moment or choking up at one of the 352 grief-striking moments of The Last of Us. Well, if remaining alive isn't good enough for your parents, guess what will be? That's right, it's the Breathe On Mask 3000! Hot out of the patronizing industry's factory, the Breathe On Mask 3000 is here to allay any concern your folks may have over the quality of air and the life it may or may not be gifting you on a daily basis. Fresh Air Certified, this wonder of the world simply hooks over your ears and covers your mouth like any other breathing apparatus should do. But rather than providing you with pure oxygen or a filter to keep out any of those nasty bits floating around in the festering cesspool of a room you'll find yourself in, the Breather Mask 3000 has a wide open hole over your mouth to ensure you are indeed taking in that air in your room that has to this point not caused any hindrance to your life or general well-being. Next time Mother Dearest pops her head in to tell you that fresh air can be found outside, like it is some global air supermarket or something, she will see the Breather Mask 3000 adorning that stunningly sun-deprived face of yours and turn around to be on her merry ray. If this doesn't work well, well, uh, maybe you'll do as you're told. So, don't wait. Get on your phone now and spend your money on the new Breather Mask 3000. The Rumble Pack podcast does not condone anti-mother and anti-air behaviours. We would all be dead without both of those things. We love our mums. Long may they live. Welcome back, Rumble Pack podcast, Luke and Will. Yes, still here. Still looking each other deeply in the eyes. Mm. Your big eye bags. Yeah, they're huge. I were the biggest eye bags. <laughs> they're so big. Um, well, talking of things from our childhood that are suddenly coming back into vogue, you know, 2D platformers, etc. Yeah. How damn strange is it? Actually, when you you told you messaged me saying, I'm going to go pick up a CRT. And I said, what the hell's a CRT? <laughs> and he says, one of those old box televisions. And it's one around the corner in a driveway. And I was like, yeah, so what are you doing? It's like, oh, I want to get it for my thing. Oh, you know. Anyway, so I came around and we went down to this place uh, where you saw, where you found this CRT walking back from work. Yeah. I Who would have thought this was something <laughs> we will, would look to get again? Yeah. And, I'm stoked that we found it. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and we've been, and, and you've set it up. And we've sat on the floor like two little kids playing bloody <laughs> Nintendo 64 with wired controllers and all. Yeah, it's actually awesome. It feels so pure or it, something. It does. Like to be constricted by a, a wired controller, it feels like the the 64 is in control here. We're not in control anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no smart TV to outthink the, the console. <laughs> yeah. Can't communicate with it. It's just going, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we just went to the back of this uh the back of this guy's house and knocked on the door and just I was just like, Oh, I just want to know where that TV is at work or can I have it? And the guy basically was just like, I think it works. Take it. Have it, yeah. yeah. And he said he'd leave a note for me if he find finds the remote. Hmm. But I haven't seen one yet because I walk past his the back of his house every day to work um, and the back of his house is like the fence is broken down. It has this massive storage container there. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But uh, I haven't seen the remote yet. If it even would have one. Uh, do these old TVs have remotes, I, I guess. Yeah, 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 they do. Yeah. It's because that's, well, that's not even that old. That would be a uh, early 2000s, I imagine. Yeah. Around that because it's, it looks pretty decent setup, got solid speakers. But it's the crazy thing because I remember you, you, you told me when we got it, uh, you know, people are paying quite a bit for these things now. Hmm. And I feel like an old man just was like, what? I used to have bloody four of them, you know. Yeah. Like, I had a, a tiny one. I remember in my, in my family home, had a tiny little one which would have been tw- 12 inches, you know, corner to corner. That's yeah. square, obviously, like the 4-3 ratio. So, not square. I, I wish the one I found was smaller, like that small, because then I would put it on my desk. Yeah, you would. If it yeah. was like a tiny one. That yeah. would be perfect. Yeah, squinty. Yeah. Uh, I would not be able to but, see. Uh, you, this you, one's not huge or anything, you saw, but it's a, a bit bigger than that. You saw me reading that rum bottle. Yeah, I, you wouldn't I, I go well. I'll be squinty. It would give me the advantage in all the games <laughs> yeah. we play. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but we had this little tiny one when I was a kid. I used to play the PlayStation on that. thought, oh, this is awesome. Upgraded to the, the main family room TV, which is like 15 inches. <laughs> And like you know, no remotes working for it. No everything. My parents had a inches. my parents had a seventeen inch in their be- <laughs> in their bedroom, and it was like, well, my parents have a TV in their bedroom up on the wall mount, bloody probably weighing fifty kilos on this tiny little arm. Yeah, and then we upgraded it once to like a bloody uh, I don't know thirty incher, and it was just like this is the biggest thing of all time. <laughs> uh, and now we're you know we're graced with. 55-inch TV myself and 65, respectively. Yeah. And my 55-inch looks small. Yeah. And it's it's just uh, it's humbling to come back to the CRV, as they're called, apparently. CRT. CRT. Sorry. I, I just, I just looked <laughs> up um, what it means <laughs> so we can get it out there. What is it? A CRT TV is a television device that uses cathode ray tubes. Mm, they're these massive plug things. It's mm. like a weird vacuum-y thing. Yeah. The tu- these tubes contain one or more electron guns and fluorescent screens that are used to view images. Yeah. Fun. And I think the reason they're so val- valuable now to like collectors uh, for gaming as- uh, purposes is because the those tubes or the, or the lights that light up these TVs will go out eventually. Mm. They'll burn out mm. and then there'll be no more CRTs. Yeah, you're right. Because they don't make them anymore. So, they're valuable because they're going to go extinct. So, the fact that we found one that's in such good condition, like the screen is perfect and the speakers are even great, is like remarkable. Mm. Yeah. Well, I do recall actually when they get a bit tired, they actually have to fade in. Yeah. They start fading in. They really they just, <laughs> yeah. they really struggle. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, mum, dad, both of their parents, uh, guess what? Those TVs are back in vogue. You should have kept them. Yeah. <laughs> just stored a, a garage full of these old TVs because, uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it, is, it is refreshing though. It's cool to sit there with the wide controllers. Yeah. Humble beginnings uh, that the kids these days, no idea. Yeah. I've been waiting for um, a reason like to play uh, F-Zero on the N64 with anybody because mm. I, I only bought it about 
I've probably had a less than a year that cartridge, never been able to play with anyone except my brother one time when he was here um, on holiday. And uh, it's it's fun to have a reason to play because it's a really fun racer. And that I think what the 30 hertz uh, refresh rate, it's almost seizure inducing. Yeah. <laughs> and we would have just you know, been used to that back in the day. But I know. On uh, F-Zero when you're going across a, a striped uh, track, <laughs> it's just yeah. flashing. You, I, eyes start rolling in the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. It is. But yeah. Mario Tennis was fantastic on that. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm I'm excited to set up the PS2 when I get a shelf for it, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to play some AFL Premiership uh, 2003 on there. Yeah, and it's going to be amazing. Example of a game talking about pricing before that that <laughs> game has not gone down in value. Uh, AFL AFL Life, games AFL Evolution Two. Yep, still hundred bucks. Still hundred bucks in store, and it it's not very good. That game so, yeah. costs more than Metroid Dread. Yeah, and God of War. <laughs> God of War is f- um, $15. You go on the PlayStation Store right now. Yeah. That's what they have it out now. And when it came out, it was only, I, I bought it on the launch day for $70. And mm. AFL Evolution 2, the dingiest game out there, unfortunately, um, yeah. uh, costs 100 bucks flat. Never, it'll never go down. It's, it's the awful. New, it's the new Call of Duty 4. It's awful. Expect uh, Cricket 22, their next game. To be just as bad. No, no, different company will. Don't put Big Ant in the in, footy in the <laughs> Who Big Who is it again? Court. I keep forgetting. True Blue Games. Ah, sorry. My, I, I, I'm sorry to Big Ant. Of rugby, uh, rugby. Rugby Live and Rugby, uh, I don't know. Probably Evolution. Fever. Rugby <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> <Probably> Fever. <laughs> Sounds about as fun as rugby. Yep. Well, let's move on. The CRT is cool though. We're, and we're going to keep playing it for sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm actually, I mean, I'm, I'm actually proud that we've got that one back in our lives. Yeah, it's awesome for free. Didn't have to pay like the rest of those suckers. Well, it was the perfect time to find one, just as you moved here, because hmm. it would be like a bit anticlimactic if I found that and then I had no one to use it with. Yeah, because then I would just be sitting on the floor by myself using it. Mm. But <laughs> now that um, you're up here, we can play it together, which is yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and Elise did remark. Oh, he's sitting there like two little boys. It's like, yeah, we are. We, we were. We are, aren't we? <laughs> cross-legged. Yeah. Except it's harder to get up from the cross-legged mm. position these days. Yeah. I reckon my ankles nearly snapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just rolled back in the leg cross position, just stuck. Everything. I could. I can't imagine my boarding head would look great from above either. <laughs> <laughs> that would be different for a newer kid. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of these little party games, uh, being back in party mode with a C R T T V. Yeah. The uh, I've been playing. I, I did touch on it earlier, allude to it earlier, but I'm playing a lot of sports games mm. suddenly because they're all free. And I just wanted to say, because uh, I'm I'm getting a bit of variety. Uh, I've, I do have the AFL Evolution too, but. No, thank you. And oh, you I, kept that. I still got it. Okay, mate. I don't trade things in. Well, I would be. Uh, I would be up to having a game of that of yours every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm happy to, just happy random to games. Crack. Yeah, for sure. But the but I've been playing uh, so tennis world tour two, world tour tour two, and that's made by Big Ant. I was just gonna say that's Big Ant. That, yeah? that is Big Ant. Yeah, and that's actually. It's fairly well licensed. They've got what Wilson rackets, Prince rackets, Yonix, mm. uh, Babolat, and Head. They got uh, like a lot of or most of the um, top players. Yeah, motion captured. They got their mm. signature shrieks and uh, Rafa's, uh, you know, ass picking 
and uh, <laughs> nose scratching in that order, actually. And, um, <laughs> and it? It, it's just, it's actually a, a solid game. I think mechanically it lets itself down a bit, but it's, uh, yeah, in a world devoid of new top spin games, it's the best we got. I think it's actually okay. Yeah. I, I actually thought we, we played one match of it online uh, the other day, and I actually thought it felt all right hmm. um, for probably a relatively low budget game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt pretty good. Yeah. My first impressions were just off because I did career mode and all your stats are really low and it's really clunky. And then you go to play exhibition as the stars and they're literally, you know, so you start at 25 and they're already at 90. It yeah. just feels so much better. To be fair, we um, got it for free from PS Plus. Mm. Uh, if we'd like gone out and bought a full price, maybe we'd feel a bit better about it. Italicized but, menu items. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it was free and it feels pretty decent um, and fun to play, that's a yeah, a good a good get. Mm, it is. And uh yeah, we obviously been playing FIFA a lot. Uh yeah. we got we just uh downloaded uh 2K Oh the golf PGA, PGA 2K two K twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Which followed on from golf golf club two, which we played a fair bit of. Mm. Oh golf club one. Yeah. Um, same same commentator. <laughs> It's really soothing. He's the back. same. He's back. Yeah. They must have just um, got that team to make it is. the game. It's HB Studios. Yeah. Developed oh, it. yeah. nice. Uh, it's like because Golf Club was actually decent. It was not it, bad. It was good. Yeah. And now they've got the funding to just make the menus better. It's just not as corny to start. So. Oh, good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just nice. Um, nice soothing game actually playing around a golf. It's yeah. Underrated, I think. I only just added that to my library today. Oh, I've, I'd forgotten to do that, yeah. so I, I have it yeah, before cool. the month yeah, month is over. Cool. Uh, and otherwise, yeah, and otherwise, there's NHL, which I've sort of started. You played a lot of, uh, which we want to play so fun. a bit of. Yeah, uh, which is obviously ho- ice hockey. <laughs> Unfortunately, we both go for the Montreal Canadiens, so we're gonna have to take turns playing as someone else. Will you start as Dallas uh, Stars? I'll play Dallas Stars on the off game. Yeah, and you'll play. Um, I think you picked a team, but I forget. Chicago Blackhawks. Yes, Blackhawks, yeah. Because you, you were sort of on them just uh, for namesake, I think, before we... Because uh, Luke and I went to an NHL game, Montreal versus Boston Bruins, and that was the night that we... Or at least you directly then decided to that it was your team. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, nice to go for a Canadian team over an American team. <laughs> yeah. I just remember walking into the Chicago Blackhawks store and seeing the jerseys yeah. on the wall for like 350 American. Yeah. Remember that? It was crazy. They, they made of like pure canvas. Yeah, but like they're really thick. That is so expensive in American. That's like five hundred Australian dollars for that jersey. It was it was ludicrously priced. Oh, and people think America's cheaper. It is so expensive. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so otherwise, I just I, I just really like playing the sports games. Like I said, like Rocket League, just a great mm. little finish, a cherry on top for the night when you just want to unwind with a bit of in, intense Rocket Leaguing. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, golf is different. Tennis, golf is too long to play quickly, but you know, tennis. Fun, because we're going to start playing tennis soon in person. So. In person, yeah. So that's why I'm getting amongst it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean, down the line, it might be worth giving Mario Golf for Switch a go. Oh, yeah. Um, like the Mario Golf sure. Super Rush coming out this year. It's, it's pretty good. Mm. Um, and then on the, I was going to mention it later, but I'll mention it later in more depth, but Mario Tennis 64 is one of the games coming to Switch in like a week. Mm. So we'll be able to play that online, like a yeah. 64 game with online play all of a sudden, so... That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What do we got? Well, and I did I didn't mention it earlier, and I, I've returned to the Xbox One. I just wanted to quickly say it is quite nice to be back. Uh PS5 is my new home. I'm love I love being back on play, 
black on black PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> as I, uh, yeah, as I was growing up, as I've mentioned many times. So, but it is, it is really nice to be back just to have that console set up. I've got my PS2 out. I've got my Xbox One there. I've got my Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my PS5. And you've also- done you've done well with that setup, actually. Um, at your joint. Well, thank you. It looks nice. Yeah, thanks. Although the PS, I will say the PS5 looks. It looks a little bit too big compared to everything else down there. It's like a spaceship. Yeah, it's so it looks so big on your on your display. Yeah. I've got it standing upright on the right side of my TV, and like it is big. Yeah, but it, it sort of blends in a little bit. But yeah, the way you're set up, it looks so big, which is fine. Of <laughs> yeah, course. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's just cool to have everything out again, and the 360. You know, I probably won't even play it, but it's just good to have it out because obviously you can play it yeah. with an Xbox One and that thing. Who needs a bloody a Jet Force engine running in your house? Uh, you, know. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad you don't have the connect out. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going. I was just going. I was going to touch on that. I said it's. You know, I'm looking forward to getting back into Sea of Thieves, as I mentioned, and Game Pass is back there. I was glad that there weren't too many games that I uh, want to play in there because otherwise I'd just lose myself. But you know, Dead Space Two. I did add a few of those games I have played because it. Yeah. I just love going back to them. Mm-hmm. Dead Space Two, great game. Yes. And Go watch it. Go listen to our Dead Space. I was going to say, we did an episode on Dead Space 1. Yeah, it was episode 21-ish, something like that. 21, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was a scary time. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, I didn't set my connect up. I was going to do it just to troll you, but I decided uh, not to because <laughs> I literally have nothing. It literally serves no purpose on this earth anymore. That would have trolled me. Oh, I would yeah. have been gobsmacked if I walked in and saw that stupid thing. <laughs> no, I was going to do it, but I thought I have to pack it up again, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to. Look, it's commendable that you actually keep it and you've t- taken it from house to house, even though you're not going to use it. It's, it serves no purpose Mate, anymore. People are going to be bundling them up with CRT TVs in the future. You should take it and to I'm a not, retro I'm, game store and see if they want it for like 10 bucks. No, we should bundle up the Connect and that CRT there. <laughs> What like ten years <laughs> in the future? We'll bundle them up for like bloody fifty grand. Yep, those things don't come around cheaply, my son. Yeah, fair enough. I understand. Uh, but otherwise, I've just got a few thoughts to share with you uh, about what I've been thinking about in in gaming recently. But I'd love to hear them. But do you, do you have anything? Will would you like to? Because you know, I'm I'm talking a bit at the moment. No, well, I I wanted to talk about Smash Ultimate a little bit. Uh. Not re- not really much in depth, but I think it's notable to just reminisce a little bit on this game. It's yeah, Ultimate, which consoles? Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for Switch. That is Switch, sorry. Switch, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, the very last uh, DLC fighter just got announced uh, last week uh, and it's coming to an end. Not that you can't play the game, but the you know all the excitement and the anticipation of what character will be the next fighter is, is <laughs> coming to an end. <laughs> so it's going to... <laughs> You're right over there. I got some rum fumes down the, <laughs> down the throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how about I? Re- I'm going to read out the list of all the DLC fighters, uh, and we're going to quickly talk about all of them. See how many you know of. I won't mention the game, and I'll have you guess. Uh, but it's been a really fun couple of years waiting for all these fighters, and they're all they're all fun to play. And I've got a few favorites. Well, when you say the name, what do you want me to do? Guess what game it's from. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. So. There's a few DLC fighters and there's, uh, I should say, now that the final character comes out on uh, Monday, uh, there's 82 fighters in that game. 82 characters you can play as. Wow. Isn't that insane? 
Because the thing about it is like, yes, you could just think, oh, they're just putting a new character together. Like they're going to model him and mm. do his moves. Mm. But every single time they'd make a new character, they'd have to rebalance the whole game I was from say. every fighter. Like the amount of work that this would take is just insane. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it can't be underestimated. Oh, this will never happen again. Something is this of this size. It will, I, I don't believe it'll ever happen again. I'm pretty sure they would all retire both very financially happy, every yep. single dev in that team, and also mm. a full head of grey hair. Yeah, well, Masahiro <laughs> Sakurai, the, the guy that's behind um, Super Smash Brothers, has been from the very start. He will surely retire after this. Like, mm. I don't know how they would ever top it unless they go harder. Yeah. But that's like, that's a monumental ask. Um, anyway, these are the DLC fighters. Mm-hmm. So we've got Piranha Plant. Uh, plants are zombies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, I, I, I love the guess, but oh, it's, it's like from Mario. Mario yeah. <laughs> I just realized the suit. I actually pictured that one and said, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That couldn't have got any better. Uh, so we've got Joker. Batman. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's from Persona 5. Oh. Um, we've got Hero. Hero is- uh, You'll never guess it. Big Hero 6. No, that's not. That, that was actually a genuine guess. That yeah, was, I know. It would have been. You know, it's from Dragon Quest. Oh. Yeah, you would never guess. Yeah, that okay. Uh, we've got Banjo and Kazooie. From Kazooie and Banjo. Yep. We've got Terry. <laughs> Terry? Yeah. Is he from Sonic Racing? No. <laughs> He's from Fatal Fury. Okay. Fighting games from... Yonk, yongs ago. Okay. Uh, we've got Byleth. Byleth. Hmm. Oh, she looks like she is from Final Fantasy. That's a decent guess. Fire Emblem. Uh, Three Houses specifically, which is the Switch one. We've got- Chicken Edition. <laughs> yeah, Chicken. We've got Min Min. Oh, Min Min. Where's Min Min? Bottom. Yeah, the one at the bottom. I'm just trying to cut it off so you don't see the next one. Yeah, okay. Min Min looks like she's from uh, the Nintendo Octopath game. Path Traveler. <laughs> you reckon Octopath? Do you I know what Octopath Traveler looks like? No. She's oh, from no, Arms. She's from what? Arms. Oh, <laughs> that game I never heard about until like last year, and you're like, it's the best game ever. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Steve and Alex. Steve and Alex. Oh, they're from Minecraft. Yep. Yeah. We've got Sephiroth. That's uh, that's that's cast Final Final Fantasy. Yep. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> Those like Pegasus. We've got Yu-Gi-Oh. Pyro and Mithra. From what does it start with? X. Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> well, there's not many others that I can choose. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's early X. We've got Kazuya. Uh, he's from Tekken. Nice. Kazuya. And then finally, we've got Sora. From Kingdom Hearts. Nice. Yeah. What a list. And that's like to add on to all of the all of the characters already in the game. And like characters from third parties, Nintendo. You know, you mm. got um, Solid Snakes as a character. You got Cloud from... Final Fantasy. Like, there's just so much representation from the whole gaming world in Smash. It's amazing. And even in, uh, sorry, in assist trophies, items in the game, uh, uh, 
costumes for me characters in the game. Like mm. even in the um that reveal when they revealed Sora, they also revealed a Doom Slayer outfit for a me me fighter from the Doom series in Smash. So like just the the reach of this game to the game world is incredible. Yeah, well, and it's it almost contradicts. Like people keeps talking about how Nintendo don't really listen to the fans, as in not in a bad way, but as in so fans will say, "I want it to be this," and then all of a sudden it'll be something else that's announced. For example, yeah. But if you look at Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's like the ultimate fan service. Absolutely. For any game. Mm. Like, I don't... Uh, I have a feeling we referred to... It could have been this game even, but we referred to a game of great fan service uh, a couple of episodes ago. But this is just... 80, 82 characters mm-hmm. is... If that if that's not a, a hug, hug and a kiss from a game developer giving back to the fans constantly, like, what else is... And that's direct from Nintendo. That's a Nintendo game. Yep. You can't say that Nintendo don't give fans what they want. Yeah. I mean, it might not be the character. You might have said, oh, I want Ratchet and Clank. And technically, probably wouldn't work because it's not Nintendo. I know that they I know they do have some sort of third-party games in, uh, characters in there. But hmm. but the... Well, I mean, it, it yeah. could have happened. Yeah. It could Considering have. the characters that have come to Smash that are hmm. Nintendo, anything hmm. was possible. But now it's over, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, uh, I don't know, I think it's just fantastic. And I, th- I wish that the, I mean, uh, if we think of all these sort of characters like Ratchet and Clank that could have been in there. Imagine, I wish. Yeah, if they went mm. to, they could go 200 characters. 200 characters could fit into this game perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ratchet and Clank would have been awesome. One yeah. of the characters that was heavily requested um, that didn't make it was Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. I was hoping that would happen. Mm. But and he, speaking of, yeah. I was just going to say, he's got a nice simple moveset to include in that too. Well, yeah, it would have been not good too complex. for it. Yeah. Um, speaking of fan service, like for this game from Nintendo, so Sora uh, isn't a, obviously, it's not a Nintendo character. Kingdom Hearts isn't a fran- Nintendo franchise. It's a, it was born on the PlayStation and it's um, a Disney thing. Mm. Um, but uh, so, so they revealed in the uh, event when they re- uh, revealed the character that. Because about six or seven years ago, they had this thing called the Super Smash Brothers ballot, where anyone could online could vote for any character you wanted in Smash. They had like a full-on ballot online, mm. but they never revealed the results. Okay. And they revealed in this thing that the number one voted character for Smash was Sora, and he is now the final, the final character. Okay. So like they definitely take the <laughs> the mm. fans' wants into uh, into consideration, and they would have had to work through like licensing and getting all that from Disney yeah. into this game, which would have been a huge task. Yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. it's. Uh, I really like Kingdom Hearts as a concept and I know you're going to start playing them soon. Did you yep. mention them earlier? Uh, I didn't mention it, but I uh, I picked up a copy of Kingdom Hearts 3 the other day and I have a copy of 1.5 plus 2.5 HD remix uh, in the post at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah. Characters coming to Smash just gets me all giddy about their game. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm keen to try them. Uh down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the good thing about Kingdom Hearts, and I remember this coming out, I think, 2004, 2003 on the PS2, and I never I never owned it or played it. I played it at Target, I mean, like at the, mm. the previ- uh, demo. And it was just, uh, it was really cool just to see characters that made no sense. Like it's this anime character. And back then you sort of, as a kid, you, you, know, you sort of go, oh, he looks pretty interesting. And then you got all these Disney characters. Yeah. It was like the first crossover event one of the first recognized crossover events in gaming. And I didn't realize there was Final Fantasy characters, didn't really know or care. Yeah. Uh, but 
looking back, like it's a really Kingdom Hearts holds a uh, pretty special place in gaming personally without even yeah. having played it. Hmm. Well, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it. I think I didn't really know much about Kingdom Hearts growing up, but then by, by the time I knew about it, I I never really gave it a shot. Well, for starters, I never really had a PlayStation, <laughs> but I never I've never gotten into Final Fantasy before, and mm. neither of you. And we don't dislike Final Fantasy. It's just never been our thing that we've gone for. Yeah. So I think when I saw Final Fantasy characters within, uh, I just I didn't really jump at it. Yeah. But um, I think yeah, over the last couple of years, I've sort of uh, I've sort of warmed up to at least trying some Final Fantasy or something like that, just just because. Um, so Kingdom Hearts might be a good gateway into that world a little bit, mm. whilst being um, Disney centric and a bit probably a bit more um, lighthearted too. So um, I'm keen to try it. Hmm. A last note on the Smash stuff. I just want to mention my favorite character that come out in the DLC by far uh, was Banjo Kazooie, which was uh, the greatest reveal trailer of, of in gaming one of I've ever seen. Uh, and <laughs> I was sort of happy to have any characters after that because he was number seventy three. So there was nine more after him, hmm. uh, and I always wanted him in Smash. Like Banjo Kazooie was born on the Nintendo sixty four. Uh, he unfortunately rare got bought by Microsoft, so he's been absent from he's been absent from Nintendo since 2000 until this game. So it was a huge deal that he came yeah. back, and Microsoft, you know, they made a deal with Microsoft to bring him there. How dare they? <laughs> uh, so it was it was awesome. So any character that came out after that was fine with me, uh, and these characters were all someone's favorite pick that they wanted. And, like, there was so much, you know, outrage as well online of characters not getting in and all this stuff. It became such a big thing. But at the end of the day, all these characters would have made at least someone out there so happy to mm. see them. So, there's no there's no bad pick. There's no... None, they're all warranted. They're all there for a reason. So Yeah, totally. Let's just... Uh, now that it's done, we can just enjoy playing Smash. It's it's finished. But it's so boring. We've only got 82 characters to choose from. <laughs> Next forum post, wherever you read forum stuff. Yes, uh, I just I have two quick things I want to just uh, mm-hmm. I get off my chest, Will. Yeah, I've been stressed. What? Why? I didn't notice the eye bags. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's 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 different. Oh. It's a whole separate issue. Oh, is it those forehead wrinkles? Oh, those grey hairs. Oh. Now that we're in person, I can see I can see you. It's like it's devastating. Luckily, I don't smile, so this face never <laughs> ages. <laughs> Uh, the no, what happens, Will, is I get stressed when all these games that I come back to after a two month hiatus mm. in enforced hiatus, maybe in one month, I can't remember. The all these games you log back in and they've got like four more lots of content added to them, <laughs> and you get sucked into them, yeah. And then you're like, oh, but now I want to, I love this game so much. To Valhalla, I love this game so much, I want to play every little bit they add to it because it's so good historically as well. Like they've got the Siege of Paris in there, which I'm glad costs money because that means I'm not going to go for it. (laughs) I thought you were, I thought you said last week you were going to play that. I thought it was included. Ah. It's it's 40 bucks and I'm like, oh, 40 bucks. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, but Siege of Paris like interests me uh, and and you just go in, you're like, oh, I just want to, I love this game so much. I wish they'd kill it because then they bring out a next game and you go, oh, I've got to play the next game. Like it seriously makes anxious and stressed because, <laughs> and I know you would feel it because you you've always got 
too many games this going on. This is why I set myself rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got too many games going on all the time. <laughs> it's just like I I wish everyone would just slow down, oh. deliver the game they need, um, yeah, one or two DLC, move on to your next one. We yeah. don't need this game to be 10. Like, uh, that's a bit of a different topic, but like GTA Online has been relaunched again. Mm. Uh, Skyrim's coming out again. Yeah, I know. And like, imagine if it was your favorite game ever. And you want to play other games, but this keeps coming back. You know, oh, <laughs> I should give it my time again. <laughs> Can't do it forever. Yeah, I know. I know. The There's one game that I feel that in. And it, it, to be fair, it's a game that keeps evolving because that's the kind of game it is. Mm. And I really like the game. But if I, if I take too long away from it, which happens regularly, uh, when I come back, it's just too much and I don't do it. And that's yeah. Destiny 2. There's just almost so, there's always so much stuff going on. Yeah. And when you come back into it, the new season started and the the whole hub area looks completely different. It's turned upside down. It's like I don't even know what what any of this is. And then it's so overwhelming. All mm. of a sudden you got like yeah. five friggin' uh setup quests for the new season you got to do. And I only I didn't even know what was happening in the previous one and why the story's moved to here. So it's uh <laughs> yeah, I, I know yeah. the feeling. Yeah, hundred percent. And overwhelming, that kind of feeling. Overwhelming is the thing. Like, I want to get in and play Destiny Two with you guys as well. And you're like, well, I want to play these other games. And then you go, well, Destiny. If I want to get into it, I have to commit more than an hour a week to it. Yeah, De- yeah, that kind There's of game. So you need time. To, you need to commit. Yeah, you, you you would need to drop a few games. Yeah, and focus on it, which is why I find it hard to get back into it. as much as I like it because it's a really good game mm. in my opinion. Uh, That's, yeah, it's just it's very conflicting, isn't it? it yeah, really, it's super all, conflicting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like us, we both have all the consoles now. Well, both of us own well, um, all of them. One from each uh, family, I suppose. Yeah, each each family, yeah, each brand. Yeah. Um, so it's you know, you want to play them all. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's and, hard. Well, and my final point I wanted to make is, and this has come up in our friends' chat recently. Uh, so it's it's no issue with any of. Any of our uh, buddy old pals? Oh, Winston's having a good old drink, isn't he? Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah, he's having a drink. Oh, my my puppy Winston's having a big drink of water. I was wondering what that noise was. He's packed on 10 kilos since I last saw him, the, the fat lard. <laughs> no, he's just grown. He There's would struggle little, to little he puppy. would struggle to play five or, five or more games at a time, like coming back to him. <laughs> he would have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the my last issue, and yeah, it's not an issue with anyone who, who plays them because I understand that the... Uh, the draw factor, but I struggle with the concept of beta testing, open beta testing in particular, where they'll open a game up to play online uh, and they'll say, you know, you get three days to play it, give us your feedback. And it, it, honestly, it's great for quality improvement. Yep. But I just really, I don't like what it does to people's expectations. So Halo Infinite, you loved you loved the beta for that, I'm aware. And yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and yeah. you and that's and that's great. Uh, but I guess once you once the game comes out, obviously there's the campaign still, but you, it comes out. And you go, oh, I've already played this. I wonder if they've made it slightly better. Yeah, it's not that when you've paid ninety bucks, you're getting everything for the first time, <laughs> that first raw experience. Yeah, uh, and and again, I don't criticize you for it because if it was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd I'd avoid it personally. I'd, I'd do my best to avoid it, but I don't yeah, blame anyone for not. Well, Halo's uh, it's such a big franchise in our friend circle. Mm. I think when that came out, I was like, oh, I've got to have it a go, especially because yeah. I have the Series X. I want to see how it looks. Um, but the thing about it is I understand what you're saying because that Halo Infinite beta, that runs smooth as butter. Like that was some of the best 
That was the best Halo online gameplay I've played since like Halo Reach. Yeah. Which mm. came out in terms of in 10 years ago. Mm. Um, so like that was that was the best Halo I've played. And when Halo Infinite comes out, I'm going to play it. Mm. But yeah, I've kind of already done it yeah. for a little bit. I, I think beta um, beta sessions and stuff, they should be, they should be earlier. At they least, should be yeah. when the game needs um, testing. Yes. Because Halo Infinite multiplayer, it is, it's done. The, the quality, done. the QA testers, that's where they should come in for that final fine-tuning. Yeah. They shouldn't open everything up and say, oh, look, this is exactly what it's going to be like in mm. five weeks' time when it comes out. I get testing servers. Uh, yeah, which yeah. would be part of it, but totally. Uh, yeah, it does. It does eliminate a little bit of the mystery on like launch mm. day, um, and I know a few of our friends in our um, in our friend circle were quite displeased with the way Battlefield um, uh, Battlefield twenty forty two's beta went. It's apparently pretty jaggy, um, but mm. we didn't play it. No, I, I wasn't going to anyway. But I, but I suppose. It can also leave a bad taste in your mouth because the game's only about a month away from launching, and if it was a mm. bit dodgy, that's going to ruin the sales up. Yeah, it's, it's. I think we're just at the end of the day. I think we're just. Uh, this might sound really wanky, but I feel like we're sort of we're a bit old timey where we traditionals. We're traditional where we just want to get the game on the day and unwrap it and mm. and. Uh, I know you loved that. 64 cartridge click in that I mm. that I did uh, yesterday. Oh, whenever you were here. It literally Wednesday. gives me half a second of like <laughs> literally back to when I first got it or something. Like I just go, go. Yeah. I wish that I wish that would still be a thing. Yeah. The switch does give you a little bit of satisfaction when you uh click the cartridge in sorter or you slide <laughs> the joycons on and it clicks. Oh, that's satisfying. That's nice. Yeah. So at least that's still that's kind of well, that's a technology based thing. I know, but yeah. they're, they're holding on. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're a bit more traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And I, I just think, uh, like, talk, speaking of Battlefield, love it. But, uh, but yeah, when you go into it and you're thinking it's going to be bad, then everyone's got their defenses up and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be bad." And people love to be cynical these days. They'll love to. It's much easier to bag a game than it is to pick the the best parts of it. Like yep. we do all the time. We, that's why we generally focus on positive stuff. We yeah, yeah. We don't ignore the negatives by any means, but it's it's just so much more fun to talk about the fun stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah and, absolutely. And I just, yeah, I, I just, we, I miss that. It's almost like everyone's so oversaturated with gaming uh, and games and new content and everything that you can't just wait for that, like, you know, two big games a year that mean so much to you to go and get it, to wait, you know, the the three years build up, follow the development of it, but not watching the gameplay. Read a Game Informer edition, for example, and mm. just read the see the concept art for it and go, oh my God, I can't wait to see what this game looks like. Release a cinematic trailer, have an E3 trailer that's 10 minutes long, mm. leave it at that, <laughs> and then just let us play it. And if there's oh. if there's bugs on launch, it's you know, it's annoying, but it, that just happens. It yeah. just happens. Like Man, you're you're brilliant. <laughs> you're brilliant. That's someone from <laughs> someone from a game company should hire you to do the marketing. You're fantastic. <laughs> You've got it all sorted. Oh yeah, I just think the I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I've, I'm always I've always been quite easy as you know on games that have bugs. I'm quite mm. forgiving, uh, and it is unforgivable unforgivable to an extent. But I just uh, I just wish we'd just enjoy it. Yeah, I I do love going into a game without really knowing too much. Or a TV show or a movie, like a, you, you, you know. I think I've said on the. I don't really like watching trailers for for movies that much. Hmm. Um, but I, uh, Metro Dreads a a, car, a recent example where they, I think 
because Metroid hasn't been the biggest seller in the past, they really have like slammed out the trailers and the marketing for this game since they announced it. Like, there's been yeah. a new trailer every two weeks. Yeah. There's probably been like 20 trailers. Mm. And I think I watched after it got re- announced, I probably watched maybe the first three, and I was like, I need to stop. And there was, I reckon there was genuinely 15 trailers after mm. different ones that I didn't watch on purpose. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, I'm waiting for the game. Like, I don't want to see any more. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't want to watch. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're very trailer adverse, which is fair. Yeah. And I, I just, my final, and my final thought on it is that, yeah, things like Game Pass, we've got every game available for free, or not for free, but subscription-based. So, you have, yeah, 15 bucks and you get access to 200 games, for example. Yep. Uh, you just, yeah, you don't, when people aren't just paying full price for games and just picking one at a time and you, you, you research your games generally. It's not like, remember back when we were kids, I, yeah, you saved your money up, then you knew what game you're going to get. You didn't just go, oh, I'll give this a go. Go, oh, that sucked. Every game you played was like 90% likely to please you very much. Yeah. Whereas now it's like 30%. If you just throw and throw and random games, so yeah, I think people just set themselves up to be disappointed. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Let's rant over. Well, before we head off, let's quickly list some of the games that we're looking forward to. Looking forward to playing over the next six months or however long. I'll go first. There's a I've got six here. I want to just mention. Mm-hmm. Don't need to go into them deep, but uh, in it's I'm not going to get a launch unless all the guys do. But Mario Party Superstars comes out. October 29th, which is uh, it's a they're bringing back a lot, pretty much. It's like a hundred of the best mini games from the whole series, oh. and they're bringing back five boards from the Nintendo 64 Mario parties into this game and re- and doing this massive um, extravaganza. Guess what my first Nintendo Switch game buy is going to be? <laughs> and it's got full online play, and you can even um, if you're playing online with friends, a full board game, you can even save progress mid game and come back to it. Because oh, yes. those games can take a while sometimes. Yeah, great. But yeah, I'm really. It's, it looks really good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Also, yeah, at the end of October, they haven't announced the date yet, but I'm assuming it'll be next week. Uh, Nintendo 64 games are coming to the Switch Online <laughs> subscription, uh, starting with nine games. But very, very excited uh, to play 64 games on the Switch. Almost five years after the day the Switch uh, got first announced, because I remember when the Switch got announced, the very first trailer, I remember talking to Tom probably that day and uh, one of the very first things, which probably sounds stupid thinking of it, but one of the very first things that Tom and I talked about was playing N64 games on the go. Mm. We were just like, oh, I'd love to play, you know, whatever 64 game on the go, like anywhere, you mm. know. How good would that be? Five years it's been <laughs> since yeah. that day and finally they're coming. So, excited for that. Uh Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp comes out in December, which is a... Advance Wars was a series that was like um, quite notable on the Game Boy Advance um, made by Nintendo that they... Uh, yeah, they're basically just yeah rebooting, redoing those two games and putting them on Switch. And I've never played them before, but always wanted to. They're kind of like tactical... Um, they're like army-based tactical games. Uh, I don't know, I'd have to show you a trailer, but I reckon it'd be something you'd probably be into. Okay. Um and I'll, I'll just list the other three. Halo Infinite, no-brainer, mm. December. Forza Horizon 5 comes out in November. Looks awesome. It's just fun arcade racing. And Elden Ring comes out in January, I think, 22nd. Uh, Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne sort of 
looking game from from software the team that makes those games uh just looks awesome world building by george R. R. martin looks looks really good and if there's a man we want to trust our fantasy lives with uh it's george R. R. martin yeah for sure yeah uh but yeah otherwise i'm pretty much looking for the same things so obviously they've got the god of wars the Hogwarts Legacy, but that's all like next year. So well, I'm just I'm just focusing on the little yeah. little bits I've got to clean up, <laughs> like Hitman Three, etc. So yeah, well, there's yeah, there's plenty of time before God of War Ragnarok. Uh, you know, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Hopefully, they'll all come out next year. Breath of the Wild Two, uh, but we'll have pl- probably another couple of free for alls before then. So we'll probably touch on them again. And just quietly, how damn good was that God of War Ragnarok trailer? Oh, it was brilliant. But it looked like it looked the same as the other one just brought forward. <laughs> Criticism. To be, to be fair, I did say I don't like trailers before, but the God of War E3 20, um, 2016 trailer is what made me buy a PlayStation 4. Yeah, yeah. Literally. It was that good. It's and the God of War fantastic. Ragnarok trailer was sick. There's certain exceptions for trailers. Bro. Oh, mate. We understand because they, these people game. pace themselves. They that know game. how to slowly release things. I know, we pl- I know we both want to play that game individually, but I think- <laughs> I would like to sit down together and just start it together. We can do it at your house, yeah. but it would be pretty good to experience the start together, I reckon. Yeah. Okay. This this might be the time I take the controller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Well, free-for-all three is over. Over and out. It is now pizza time. But the rum will. What would you think? The rum. Oh, Re- yes, of course. Rebellion Bay rum. The Rebellion Bay rum. Um, it was nice. It was nice. It, it's a bit like, I don't know. If it starts off- It's a bit harsh. Like, no, it starts off weak. Mm. And then the um, aftertaste is quite harsh. Well, it's when you funny. got 3% oxygen. Yeah, that's pretty- that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's oxygen down. Yeah. Well, if you miss the if you miss out on the oxygen, it's just it's just rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, no, it's, it's not bad. I, I didn't mind it. It's probably not my favorite. And mm. I don't even, to be honest, I don't even think that would be a great- um, one to mix. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. That's so, a, yeah. Not sure. Not sure. Not my favourite, but not not the worst. Definitely not the worst. We've yeah. had a couple of dingy ones. So yeah, slight slight <laughs> vanilla. It sort of sits halfway between a, a bad spiced and a standard dark rum. Yeah. Look, all I'm all I'm happy about is that no, it didn't matter what the rum was. I'm just really happy we're both sitting here in the same room again, uh, doing doing the podcast. And actually living near each other, being able to be uh, best friends like for proper, uh, for once ever. The first time. Yeah. We've like let, we've never we've been best friends for like over 10 years and yeah. we've really never been able to do this. So yeah. it's, it's pretty weird. That's why we're sitting on the floor in front of CRT. We're trying to relive our whole lives again. I know. That's why I'm filming with my back, uh, recording with my back to you. I haven't looked at you. Well, we say <laughs> look in the eyes, but really you're actually looking at the back of my head. Yeah. I thank just- you for bringing that, um, that mirror in to show me your eye bags. <laughs> <laughs> Can't look at you directly. I'll be petri- petrified. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, it's, it's a it's a mix it from me. Oh yeah, we rate them, don't we? It's a it's probably a mix it. Yeah, mm. we'd, I mean we'd have to try a mix, but I'd say it's 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 in the middle standard. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it straight, but mm. I wouldn't throw it out. So. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, sweet. Well, how fun was that? It was fantastic. Great to be back. Thanks everyone for listening. Please follow us: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, Twitter's probably our best, most lively platform. Yeah. We're all about that. Goss. Instantaneous. Yeah. Love it. Response. Trending. Trending. Hashtag global. 
and good to be back. But next week, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, it's Respawn's time to own the Rumble Pack. Yes. And uh, Jedi Fallen Order is a pretty great game. Fantastic uh, So game. we're keen to talk about it. Keen to talk about Star Wars. We haven't talked about Star Wars on the podcast yet, really, I don't think. So. We haven't, no. If you're, a, good. if you're a Star Wars fan, you haven't played this game, or you have played it, of course, uh, please tune in. It's it's core. It's, it's just... Pure Star Wars brilliance, really. Yep. Uh, quite surprising. Great characters. Cutest robot ever. I'm going to put him above R2-D2. Oh, yeah. What's his name? BB-8. BB-8. No. No, no, no. That's the ball. That's a movie. Yeah. We'll talk. DB, we'll, we'll reveal it DB, next week. DB-13. DB DB-11. We'll reveal it next week. <laughs> I really, really need to let my dog outside to pee, I think. So, <laughs> thanks for listening. Catch you all next time for Star Wars. Love yous all. Bye.